Hello, good morning. Welcome to the Coffee Run Live, episode number 419. Baby, it is cold outside. Oh my God, I'm going to tell you, it is freaking freezing here today, this morning. Um, and it doesn't feel like it's warmed up. I think it was a, a toasty seven degrees overnight, which is very, very cold. Uh, so I'm here with my little Nana blanket on, <laughs> got my slippers on, my big Ugg boots. It's ridiculous, doing what I can. You know, well, you know, first world problems, right? Staying warm in the, in the house with the heater on. So what I wanted to talk with you about today is about dreaming. And, and I was thinking about this, you know, we are typically uh, conditioned to like right from the from the get-go from from when we're little to strive to be successful to you know do what we want and and this that and the other but a lot of the time we've got all of these suggestions we're very suggestible all of these suggestions around what success looks like and i think from for me what i have found is that you know it's like that there's always been this this push you've got to make money you've got to be happy you want to create impact you want to do all of these types of things which is you know which is perfect and great but i think some of the things that we forget to do as a parent i know i i really hope that i do this the right way i know <laughs> I'm human, I know I stuff up and, and I know I make errors and I'm most certainly not the most perfect parent on the planet. Um, and thank goodness, because that would be a very high standard to uphold. The, the thing that I say to my kids is like, you know, what you want is about what you want. Not, you know, I, what I want for them is that they're happy and that they're successful in the way that success looks for them. And so I think sometimes what we can do, and, and I know this to be true for me, is that I can kind of, or I used to get caught up in what I felt like I should be moving towards or what I thought that I wanted. But I hadn't had that permission, I think, to kind of like work out what that was for me. So let me explain. So I remember as a, as a teenager, uh, particularly as a teenager, you know, I've, I've always had this really eclectic love of music in the sense that I like different styles. I love 80s rock. I love a little bit of heavy metal now and again. I love like throwbacks. I love um, I, I love old music. I, I love current music. I love top 40. Um, not a huge fan of alternative music. You know, in, in Australia, there's a, a radio station called Triple J that plays a lot of uh, like different up and coming tracks, like less, a bit less uh, commercial, I suppose. Uh, not so much top 40 and, and I'm not can't say that I'm a huge fan of that but I can listen to some of it and I don't mind it but for me what I found being a vulnerable teenager you know as, as we are my music tastes tended to be very influenced by who I was hanging out with and you know looking back that was I'm sure a huge part of me and an attempt to fit in um, I was always worried about what other people thought, even though, you know, I kind of like had my own taste in music. I was really caught up in, in trying to fit in. Um, I looked confident on the outside. I know it looked like it was all fine, but I was very not <laughs> on the inside, right? So if people liked certain things, you know, I, whilst I might, so I've always loved the top 40 stuff. I always kind of had this judgment that that is so boring, you know, that is so vanilla, it's so expected, it's so obvious. 
and you know these are these other people that I knew seemed to be perhaps a little bit more edgy uh, even with boyfriends um, you know as I had as I had different boyfriends over the years uh, you know, my, my music taste seemed to almost like adapt and change with with that as well. Not because I didn't, I don't know, it's just really weird. I was just heavily influenced by uh, what was going on around me. And I guess like from a, a business perspective, I when I started out in this business, I didn't really have business role models, so to speak, outside of my mentors. And the mentors that I had for a really long time were very, uh, you know, revenue, 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 you know, grow your business as big as you possibly can. Um, I don't actually think that there was an, a conversation entertained with many of them uh, like maybe with, with one as, as an exception over the years about what it was ultimately that I really, really wanted. And, you know, it, it, it sounds a bit funny, but for a really long time, I just, you know, my, my measures of success were based on what, like what everybody else's measures of success were versus what I really designed, just created and designed what my measures of success looked like. So for me, it was like this this permission, gave myself permission to dream and it, and it really took lots of tiny fractures over time of different things, different expectations, different wants, dreams, desires, goals, all of that type of thing to kind of go, all right, like what is it that I actually really, really want? Uh, and it wasn't until I kind of stopped, I've gone, you know what, I just, I want to help people. Yes, I want to make a buttload of money. Uh, I want to have big impact. I want to help people, in, in, you know, I want to inspire them and motivate them to live the lives that they want, that, that they really want to achieve. But don't, the thing that I don't ever want to do is say, this is what success has to look like for you. You know, success might be for you, might be making an extra $2,000 a month so that you can take your family on a holiday. Maybe success to you is doing 10 grand a month. Maybe success to you is 100 grand a month. Maybe success to you is 400 grand a month. Like, I, I actually, it is to be a bit blunt, like I actually don't care what your goal is. I just wanna help you get that. I just wanna help you achieve that, whatever it is for you. And I think it's, it's really interesting how when I ask people, you know, what do you want? And they tell me the normal things. I'm like, yeah, but what is it that you really want? And I don't think that any of us really give ourselves or gift ourselves enough time and space to sit down and actually work out what is it that you really want? Because if you really want freedom, then you've got to be careful, careful? You gotta be aware of, of how you're growing and building your business. I mean, freedom to me is not sitting on the phone all day, every day, uh, either with clients, as much as I love you, I don't wanna sit on the phone all day long with clients at the exception of all else, um, at the exclusion of all else. I don't wanna be sitting on social media all day, every day either, actually, at, at the exclusion of all else. You know, to me, I don't wanna feel like uh, there, that there's this, um, you know, that I have to do something uh, because I'm not obligated, but you know, I don't want to have, I don't want the, the, the reason that I want a freedom based business is so that I can work where I want, when I want, how I want, and in the way that I want to do it with the people that I love to do it with, right? So that to me is freedom. I did the opposite uh, when I built the business to a million a year. 
I was like, okay, you know, I, I want freedom, but I couldn't take a fucking week off without my head exploding, right? Hey, Carmen, good morning. Uh, like the, the definition of a freedom-based business is not not being able to go and take an, an hour off, to go and hang with your clients, to go and write, to journal, to do whatever. You know, to me, that is not the definition of a freedom-based business. But that's my definition of what a freedom-based business looks like. And it's not, it may be not, it's perhaps not what how you define it. So the thing that I really want to encourage you to do today is to sit down and actually be honest with yourself about what it is that you actually want. Give yourself permission to dream. And I know that for some of you, it's about trailblazing and you know making your way onto really big stages. I know for some of you, it's about being the kingmaker. You know, seeing behind the scenes, helping everybody else become successful. I know for some of you, it's about bringing all of those people along on that journey with you and so that you're all standing side by side. You know, some of you are the silent cheerleaders. Some of you are the I'm with you cheerleaders. Some of you are like, hey, I'm out the front. You know, I'm cheerleading. You know, let's do this, you know, as a, as a leader. But whatever it is for you, it doesn't have to be what I think it is. It has to be what you think it is. It has to be what you want. It has to be about your goals, your dreams, your desires, and how you want to build your communities, how you want to build your business, how you want to make money. Because let's be honest, you know, you're in business, you need to make money. So you've also got to have a look at this. So there's one thing that I want you to look at, and that is what is it that you want and how do you want to do that? And then the converse or the, the flip side of that is what don't you want and what are you unwilling to do? And, you know, these, these two things need to be examined and, and go together like they're like peas and carrots, right? Um, these two things need to be examined and they need to go together. And I think until you, until you know what you don't want, sometimes it can be hard to work out what you do want. I remember having a conversation with a friend of mine um, going back a number of years ago <clears throat> when I realized what it was like to feel free of anxiety. And what I mean by that is that I, I've been living with anxiety without a label, and I didn't know this at the time, uh, and I didn't know this in the past, but I'd always had this kind of, it was just like, it's like having an arm, right? And then it's not until you don't have the arm, or for me, like when I broke my leg or broke my wrist, until I couldn't use my hand, I didn't realize how much I relied upon it or how much it was, you know, how much it was there. It sounds obvious, but you, you get the, you get the, the metaphor. So for me, <clears throat> I'd, I'd done this session with a, a, a wonderful woman called Ursula and I've just gone, oh my God, like I, I feel, I feel really weird. I physically felt really weird. And I've gone, that sick feeling that was in my tummy, like right below, you know, like right below your solar plexus, right? So like, right, look at my Nana blanket, it's so cold. Like, so right here, so my, my rib cage is just there and my solar plexus is just there. And I was like, oh man, like I don't feel, there's no tension there. That's really weird. Uh, I don't feel, I don't feel kind of like that. There was a funky feeling that was gone that I couldn't even identify as being a funky feeling um, until it was gone. So sometimes in the absence, we don't realize what we want until the absence of it makes it apparent. Does that make sense? To me, it makes sense. So I trust that it, and I hope that it makes sense for you. 
Because for me, it was like, okay, wow, you know, I've been living with anxiety like this, like that feeling that I've, I don't recall not having that feeling. Like even like when I was 13 years old, 12 years old, I remember that feeling being there. I don't know why it came, but now that it's gone, and I'm in my thirties when that was gone, I was like, holy shit, I've been living with this forever. Like that's a lot of fucking baggage to carry around. Uh, and then it wasn't until it was gone that I realized, wow, there you go. So sometimes you you don't know what you want until it's gone. Um, you don't know what you want until you know what you don't want. But the big thing that I want to remind you of is that it's okay for you to dream. It's okay for you to plan. It's okay for you to want what it is that you want in the way that you want it. So be really vigilant about how it is that you're then going to go ahead and create that. Because once you know what you want, you can then start to reverse engineer the actions that you're going to undertake to be able to make that all happen, but give yourselves permission to dream. So that is my little uh, sermon for you today about dreaming. Permission to dream, please and thank you. This is also the last day that you get to come and play along in Contentology if you haven't already registered for that. It is closing at midnight tonight. I'll put up a few posts today about that to remind you, and then the doors are closing and I will not be doing a last hurrah like I did uh, yesterday. So. Jump in on that. I, I, uh, we're having so much fun in there. We've already got people who have increased their, their reach. Their posts are performing even better than what they were before the weekend. So I'm really excited to see what pans out over the rest of the month in Contentology. The link is in the video description. You can jump in there. It is nicolajmorass.com forward slash Contentology, spelled how it sounds if you are listening on the audio. All right, my friends, I am going to love you and leave you. Get out there, go help some people, have a whole ton of fun doing it, and remember the world is ready for your brand of awesomeness. I will see you tomorrow, if not before. Bye.